Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. The storm continued unabated. To Aunt Mary Lane, it seemed an outward manifestation of the emotional storm, the turmoil that had been set loose tonight by Bill Mead's talk with her niece, Peggy Douglas. Peggy had been so sure, not only of what Bill was going to tell her, but of what her answer would be. She had built an imaginary world on a premise she now knew to be false. Aunt Mary had warned Peggy against making any hasty conclusions, but Peggy hadn't listened. Now Mary Lane was confronted with the young girl's complete and utter disillusionment. Having mostly herself to blame, Peggy had taken refuge in a defiant bitterness that frightened her aunt. How could she help her now? How could she induce Peggy to want to help herself? These were Aunt Mary's thoughts as she sat in the parlor after her niece had gone. Upstairs, Peggy stood at the window of her room, looking out into the endless dark beyond. Her mind was a confused welter of anger, agony, and despair. Gradually, her thoughts took on form and pattern. Some of the things her aunt had said began to take effect. Then a strange thing happened. Peggy had a sudden and distinct feeling of being two people. Her reason and her emotions had taken on separate identities. She threw herself across the bed. She didn't want to think anymore. But she couldn't still the voice that kept arguing in her mind. The voice of her other self. That was quite a speech you made to your Aunt Mary, Peggy. I'm going to do it. What does it get you to trust people, believe in their honesty? I'm through with that. So you're going to build a nice, hard little shell around yourself to hide in. I'm going to protect myself so that Bill, or anyone for that matter, can never hurt me again. Mm. That's what you told your aunt. Still trying to fool yourself, aren't you? I've been fooled for the last time. I know Bill now for what he is. Do you? He doesn't love me, or he wouldn't treat me the way he has. 
telling me he was going to ask Kit for a divorce, begging me to let him know how I felt. He might have been perfectly sincere, you know. Maybe he meant it at the time he said it, but obviously he's changed his mind now. And Aunt Mary says I should have more faith in Bill. She believes that there may be something Bill can't tell me. Maybe she's right. It'd be nice to believe that. But the only reason he couldn't give me any explanation is because there isn't any. That's why he had to resort to all that vague conversation about waiting and trusting. Oh, no, I've learned now. And I'm through. Are you? Then why are you so miserable? Why are you crying? I, I don't understand. I, I can't see Look, Peggy, why don't you admit it? You've just been making a lot of talk. You've been saying a lot of things you can't live up to. You love Bill, you know. And I think you always will. I don't want to. It's so useful. How do you know? Suppose your Aunt Mary's right. Suppose there's some complication in Bill's life, something he isn't free to talk to you about. What have you got to lose by believing him? Why don't you try doing what he suggested, being patient for a little while, trusting him? I can't go through that. I just can't do it again. If Bill has some problem, if there's something that... Well, I don't see why he couldn't tell me. Hasn't it ever occurred to you that he might tell you if you used a little persuasion? Why don't you give yourself a chance, Peggy, to find out the truth about Bill? Find out what he really wants. Why should I? He doesn't even know himself what he wants. Oh, don't be such a soft little fool. Don't forget, Bill is married to Kit. She has the advantage of you there. How do you know how much she knows or guesses? How do you know what kind of a game she may be playing? But why would she be going to California? Bill didn't answer that question, did he, when you asked him? Don't you see? That may have something to do with all this. But you know Kit... If she had any idea of the way Bill feels, she undoubtedly has something up her sleeve. How do I know that Bill feels anything for me? Find out. What are you going to do, stay locked up in your room, mooning away? You know what you want. You want Bill. But you aren't willing to give him any help. I know, but there's nothing I can do now. Isn't there? Why don't you get smart? Why don't you take a leaf from Kit's book? Go after what you want. What do you have to lose? I couldn't. Why not? What did pride and virtue get you before? It lost you, Bill. Why don't you try following your impulses? It wouldn't be right if... If you and Bill saw each other? What would be wrong about it? Kit's going to be out of town. Why shouldn't you and Bill see each other? Why shouldn't you give yourself a chance to find out all you want to know? But Aunt Mary wouldn't... What does Aunt Mary have to do with it? Why does she have to know? Why does anyone have to know? It's your life, isn't it? Yours and Bill's. You can't expect everything to happen just by your sitting here. Bill won't have gotten back to town yet. You can take the car out. Why don't you go after him? 
Tell him now before he gets home to Kit. Do the thing you want to, Peggy. Give yourself a chance for a little happiness. Kit's going to be out of town. Make the most of it. Go on, Peggy. Go after him. Slowly, Peggy got up off the bed. Walked over to the closet. Took her coat from its hanger. But she didn't put it on. She stood there in the center of the room, undecided. And at that same moment, in a bungalow at the Wakefield Auto Court, Kit Mead is standing at the window, drumming nervously on the pane, wondering what has happened to her husband when... Why, Dad? What a night. What a storm. Yes. Here, let me take your things. Thanks. Where's Bill? I don't know. He should have been home from camp an hour ago. I suppose he's marooned someplace because of the storm. Maybe he sought shelter at the Lane Farm. Why the devil do you say something like that? That's what I'm here to talk about. Jessie tells me she's reserved space for you. But you'll be leaving for the West next week. That's right. I don't care how often you tell me that it's just a vacation. I know perfectly well, Kit, there's some other reason for this trip. I don't know why you're so insistent on that. I just know, that's all. And I've noticed a difference in your attitude towards me. Oh, don't be silly. We had gotten to be so frank with each other. You used to confide in me. What's happened? Nothing. Nothing at all. Is it because of what I told you the other day, Kit? All that business about your mother's family and... Has that upset you? It's made me very bitter that you didn't tell me before. But you can understand, can't you, honey, that I wanted to protect you. That I didn't want you to worry. Ah, you've done a fine job of protecting me. To be told at this late date, after I'm married, that I shouldn't have any children. Is that why you're going away? No. No, that's not why. Why should I want to leave town because of the inherited possibility of abnormalities in the Bowman family? I don't know. I'm just trying to find out. Well, it isn't that. Then it is something. I didn't say so. I think I know what it is. Oh, you do? Yes. I think there's some trouble between you and Bill. And I think that Peggy Douglas may be the cause of it. Mm. You have it all worked out, haven't you? Well, I know that's how Wakefield's going to work it out. Ah. Now we're getting down to your basic concern. Kit, I've never admitted this before. But this town doesn't like me. People are envious, that's why. And I'm not going to have you give them any satisfaction. Give them anything to talk about. Well, if you're worried about your pride, Father, I can assure you that it would suffer a great deal more if I stayed. What are you talking about? Look, Dad, I'm going out west. And if you're worried about Bill and Peggy, stop it. And as for the town, well, there can't be much gossip if there's nothing to go on. And believe me, there won't be any reason for Wakefield to talk. Bill will attend to that. No, Dad, he isn't going to indulge in any clandestine meetings. Don't worry. He won't be seeing anything of Peggy Douglas during my absence. 
You say that so confidently, Kit. You're thinking of Bill's promise to you. But what you aren't counting on is Peggy Douglas. Peggy, who may well decide to handle this situation in an unconventional manner. In a Kit Mead manner. 